This is a special presentation of Answers for Elders with Carriage. And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio. I am here with Chris Strand from Carriage Home Health, and we are here talking about um, home health <clears throat> and why that is important for families here today. Chris, welcome to the program. Thank you, Suzanne. Chris, one of the things that we've talked about in a previous interview was talking about um you know, it's home health is available for families. And <clears throat> for me, understanding really the vast amount of resources that it can offer families, I think is really uh, people don't understand what all the things that home health can provide. And in most cases, it's paid for by insurance and Medicare. So the nice thing about it for a family is, is through your doctor, you can actually um, voice concerns maybe about mom or dad needing some help. And Chris is here to talk a little bit about what that process is like. And so Chris, thanks again for being here. Tell me a little bit about what the process is about home health. Well, home health is a benefit, not just for our parents, but for ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's an insurance benefit. Um, it's also a Medicare benefit. So home health encompasses physical therapy, nursing, occupational therapy, speech therapy, social work, and a bathing assistant. So those services are available for people just by asking. Mm -hmm. Now, there is certain criteria to be able to obtain this service. People have to be homebound to have home health. So this is a medical rehabilitative intervention at mm -hmm. home. So we're not talking home care where people no. have somebody assisting them with meals and vacuuming, et cetera, or errands. This is physical therapy in the home to mm -hmm. help somebody regain the strength that they may have lost. Maybe a patient recently had the flu, which is going around right now. Big and, time. <laughs> and they've lost some strength. <clears throat> right. And so it behooves a family member or even the patient themselves to call their physician, can I have orders for home health? And then either the physician would call a home health agency to, to contact the patient or your mm -hmm. mother to come into the home. Um, but at least it would be physical therapy possibly right. three times a week. So, well, and I think one of the things that's really important about this for our families that are listening here today is to understand that home health is number one. Um, it's It has to go through your doctor. But mm -hmm. if your doctor qualifies you to write an order, it, Medicare will pay for it. And the doctor will determine many things that can happen. And one of the things I think is really interesting in what you're talking about, somebody's recovering from the flu. They're weak. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes they don't have the, the energy that they had before. <clears throat> they might feel wobbly, uh, you know, when it comes to walking or, you know, it, and they might not feel 100%. Mm -hmm. To have a registered nurse or an LPN to come into your home, help you um, so that you have a little bit of help in maybe it's helping to walk to gain your strength back. Um, <clears throat> you know, maybe it's just to have a little bit of temporary care in the fact of medications and different things like that. You guys will, will, you can, unlike what a home care provider can do, they're going to remind you to take your medication, but they can't administer it, where a home health agency can actually help with that. Isn't that correct? There's, there's certain <clears throat> criteria right. that um, make a person eligible for home health. The first one is a need, a skilled need. Right. So we're talking a registered nurse who can 
assist people in in managing a new medication regimen. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a new diagnosis they need to manage. Right. Um, another uh, qualification for home health is you have to be homebound. So it's not easy for you to leave the home. It doesn't mean you're confined to the home permanently. No. You're able to go and have your um, hair done. You can go to religious activities. You can go to special events mm-hmm. and doctor's appointments. But What homebound means is it's difficult and taxing leaving the home. So you have to have a skilled need, Mm -hmm. you have to be homebound, and you have to have doctor's orders. Now, sometimes we receive just doctor's orders um, when a patient does go in to see their physician, let's say because they're wobbly. Now, we call the uh, insurance right away or Medicare to verify Mm -hmm. insurance coverage. Right. And then we call the physician to talk about what is going on specific to that patient. But we also have to determine that the patient is indeed homebound. We treat people in retirement homes. In some cases, we've had patients that hop on the activity bus and go off to the casino. Yes. And then that isn't qualifying for being homebound. Got it. That's a little too mobile. So those kind of cases would go to outpatient services as opposed to homebound. Okay. Home health. So... For example, let's just throw out some Mm -hmm. scenarios. So let's say dad has a stroke, was in the hospital, maybe went through a little bit of Mm -hmm. rehabilitative care, comes home finally. Mm -hmm. How does home health fit into the picture? Well, a liaison like myself goes to the rehab facility and picks up documentation and records as far as what is going on with the patient currently Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what their needs are. And then our therapists then pick up where the therapist of the rehab left off. So when a patient goes home, they're no longer having nursing coming to the room. These patients are now on their own to go make their own meals, check their own mail, pick up the phone, get dressed on their own with no assurance. So home health is available to come help somebody regain the independence on a broader scale. Got it. Tackling that staircase to go outside to check their mail, Mm -hmm. going up the stairs and into a bathroom that's a lot different than what they saw in the hospital or the rehab center. We are talking to Chris Strand. She's the community liaison for Carriage Home Health. And Chris, where are you guys located? What is your service area? So Carriage Home Health is located out of Bellevue, but our service area is King County. So we treat patients that are discharging out of the hospitals, out of rehab centers, perhaps some... In retirement living communities. They don't even have to be discharging retirement facilities, but we do treat people in those communities and adult family homes. Now, maybe you had your, your mom come from out of town and she's visiting you. What do you do if mom fell while right. visiting you over the holidays? Well, home health can be administered in your home That's as great. well. Yes. That's great. I know my mom had issues when she was alive. She had issues with COPD. Mm-hmm. And so she had vascular issues in her legs. So oftentimes she had to have wound care come in. And mm-hmm. that was, you know, that was a challenge. <clears throat> oftentimes, and and certainly we were so grateful to be able to have the um, the services. And one of the things that I think is important too is her da- as her daughter and her primary caregiver, um, I had the ability 
to dialogue through a either a logbook that was left in the home so I could see what was happening. But I think the other thing that's really important is there is a, there's a way, is there a way that you can interact with families as well that has, you know, that have questions? Yes, actually, the clinicians themselves who are treating patients in the community, families can call them directly. That's perfect. And yeah. or be part of the actual treatment when mm-hmm. that occurs. You know, I was quite surprised when I started home health. One of the first cases we had on service over a year period of time, and it was an example similar to your mom, wound care. So mm-hmm. home health can be involved as long as there's a skilled <clears throat> need, and in that case, it's a nurse. And we had a patient that it took like a year and a quarter right. to heal that wound. So mm-hmm. there's no limits with home health as and long see, as there's a need. That's so important. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing that's so important with this whole picture is the fact that, you know, we as family members, I I can't emphasize this enough, <clears throat> Sometimes, oftentimes, we need to be the eyes and the ears um, mm-hmm. of what's happening um, because our parents may not necessarily even realize that they're not walking right. They might not realize that they're not, you know, that they're not functioning right. And yes, we're, we understand that there's a gradual decline with aging. It's mm-hmm. not about that. But sometimes mom or dad might have had a fall. Um, I know the other thing that's really important about this <clears throat> is when my mom had fallen and broken her pelvis, this is way back when, when we, I first had to take care of her, she was terrified to walk again. She was afraid of falling. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it was hard for me because I knew she needed to walk. And I will never forget the struggles initially that I had with her of trying to get her to walk. Mm-hmm. And it caused a lot of strife. And, you know, I wasn't her daughter anymore because I had to turn into a drill sergeant. You were her caregiver. And, you know, I, I and yet I was so grateful for physical therapy because I could turn around and be her daughter again. You know, I saw her making strides mm-hmm. um, and I didn't have to be that drill sergeant anymore. So it's, you know, as a family member, if you're taking care of a loved one, um, there's so many things that if if there's an opportunity for a family member to not be the drill sergeant, you need to find those resources and know that those resources are available so you can be a daughter again or a son again. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what's so important and valuable about the relationships that you have with with your senior loved one and how, you know, these services like Carriage Home Health can help families here today. Yes, I again, home health is underutilized. I think that it behooves everyone to ask for home mm-hmm. health because home health can come out and make assessments on patients, whether it's they've returned from a hospital setting, a rehab mm-hmm. setting. Maybe they didn't even go to those settings and they've mm-hmm. just had a recent illness. Home health can assess a person in the home and see if we can assist them in getting stronger with physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's occupational therapy, helping somebody regain the ability to um, cook for themselves and bathe themselves, etc. Mm-hmm. So it's underutilized. And if I can advocate at all for families is to ask for home health. It's as simple as calling your physician and saying, mom or dad or my husband is not walking very well can I have orders sent to home health, please? And then home health will come in and make that assessment Mm -hmm. at the home. There is no charges for home health. 
If home health comes in and assesses your loved one Mm -hmm. and finds that they don't meet the criteria, whether they're homebound or have a skilled need, home health then would bow out. But oftentimes when people are alarmed and they are alarmed enough to call their doctor, home health is necessary. Chris, I am so grateful you've been on the program today to share all your information. Um, How do we reach you? We can be reached at our website, which is www.careagehealth.com. Wonderful. Thank you again for being on the program. Thank you, Suzanne. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders with Carriage. For more information for Carriage, go to carriage.com. That's C-A-R-E-A-G-E dot com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.